Hello, beloved audience. Before we start today, I want to go ahead and put in a disclaimer. Um, we are having some tech issues, uh, so there are times where uh, in our call that I couldn't hear Anthony and um, we repeated some of our bits because I couldn't hear and I didn't know if the audio picked it up. Um, we're only human. Bear with us. Um, we're trying to get things fixed and I couldn't delete the clip in a way that the episode would flow concisely. Um, so we have that for you. I'm really sorry. And another thing that I want to talk about before it starts is that we, we are an explicit podcast. Um, but also there are, there could be some things in this episode that could be viewed as offensive and I just wanted to say we do not condone offensive language towards anybody or any group. Um, we love all of you and we wanted to just be sure that you didn't think we were trying to harm anybody in any type of way. Um, but other than that, we hope you enjoy the episode and thanks. Why should you want to know? Don't you mind about the future? Hello, beloved audience, and welcome back to another episode of From the Shelf, where we are kicking off our second day of musical march. How are you today, Anthony? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell oh. me what's happening. No, no, Andrew. That's you trying to be hip instead of being hip. Uh, if you don't know, if you and if you haven't listened to our last episode, if you don't already know what we're talking about today, we are talking about the 70s musical Andrew Lloyd Webber's Jesus Christ Superstar. And oh boy, we are treading on some hot water. Ugh. I I think no. I think it's important that we clarify. clarify At least what? I am not religious. I don't care if you are. Believe what you want to believe. This, this is just for fun, guys. Yeah, this Please is just don't for come fun. at us. No. And like I we're not particularly religious. Uh I am of the Catholic faith. Um but I'm not practicing, so either way, believe what you want to believe. Am... Believe what you want to believe. We're not going to judge, and we hope that you don't judge us. Uh, I'm something. Mm. Let's just say that. Yeah, so this is a musical that tells a story of Jesus Christ and his crucifixion, the events leading up to which. It's pretty um, much the last seven days of Jesus' life. Yeah, basically. But they don't even, like, they don't even show, like, the three days that he's dead and that he's risen. No, it, like, and I'm going to well, just... Skip the, it, well, that's not really what this is about. It's really just the telling of the final days through the perspective of Judas. Yes. Or at least it tries to. It tries to. Anyway, we'll get into that. But let's start off with our usual cast talk. We cast have, talk. Uh, There's only really three people. The rest are just kind of superfluous. 
Yeah, a little bit, I guess. But so our three main players are Ted Neely as Jesus Christ, Carl Anderson as Judas Is- Iscariot? Iscario? Iscariot. Iscariot. So Carl Anderson is Judas and Yvonne Elliman as Mary Magdalene. And those are really like the important those ones. Those are really here. your important characters. Like, yeah, honestly, and- no one, none of these people are really household names. No, I think probably the most, I don't even want to say recognized because that's not really the right word, but the most recognized, I guess, would be Ted Neely. And even then, he's not. Well, I think they're all mostly theater people. Yeah, but even so, like, I don't know. Anyway, so if you haven't listened to any of our musical episodes before, we usually go through everything by the songs that are throughout the movie. We did that with Grease 2. We just did that yesterday with um, Hairspray. But I feel like this one's a little hard to do because, well, there is no dialogue here. There's no dialogue at all. So I think, honestly, how we should handle this is tackle the big songs. Okay, well, what would you say are, like, the big songs? The opening song. Heaven on Their Minds? Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the buzz, definitely. Okay. And other than come is that, um, the everything's Jesus all Must right. Die song. I think everything's all right. This Jesus Must Die. Um... I don't know how to love him. Damned for all time slash blood yeah. money. Yeah. Um, Guess him a. Yes. Um, I don't know. Like, I get it, it's a hard one to really talk about in terms of musical numbers. Right. It is. I think it is very difficult. Um, because there's a lot of background music in here. Well, just the whole the whole movie is just a song. But then again, so is the play because this started out as a concept album. Really? Yeah, Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber, they they made this concept album. And guess who was Jesus in that album? Who? Ian Gillen of Deep Purple. I don't know who that is. Uh, it, it, how the hell do you not know? You, it doesn't matter. He's just one of the best rock and roll singers of all time. Oh. Also in Black Sabbath for an album, which is a highly underrated album. Was there anyone else they were thinking of for Jesus? Uh, I, I think, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they went with Ted Neely. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm gonna say right ahead, right off the bat, I don't like any of the performances in this. Wow. I'm sorry. I just i I didn't like any of. Well, well why didn't you like them? Because I guess we're just gonna handle this episode a little differently. Um, because I felt that. And I get, and I understand that it was the 70s, but this didn't, this felt very messy. Like the singing did not feel cleaned up at all. Like everybody's either screaming or belting too long or just like it was not, 
This felt more it's, like it's definitely like a rock and roll album, right? Instead of a Broadway, musical. yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. musical. And well, I think that's also what was the issues when the, the show actually premiered on Broadway. Right, and it's like, you, this is not what you're expecting. Especially when it has something to do with the death of Jesus Christ. Now, it's funny, because speaking for me with someone with a rock and roll background, I guess, or stretching, stretching background here. But... Huh? I was telling you to continue. Oh, okay. I actually like how the music sounds. It's very accessible to someone like me. The one... But also, I had vocal training for musical theater. Right, like, I would say... So I can kind of understand both arguments on this. I would say your quote-unquote background would be more towards musical theater, not rock. Definitely, I've... De- I've definitely trained my voice to rock in recent years, but the only formal training I've actually had was in musical theater. Right. Um, I guess, like, the one performance that I actually didn't hate as much as the other ones was was Judas. um, I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't like Judas. He's like the standout of the movie. Yeah, like, I don't know, his was the one that I could tolerate the most. I mean, his opening number's great. I agree with that. Uh, But that's about it. Damn for All Times is also a great song. I say, like, I didn't really have a problem with his performances. I feel like this movie had to walk so that Lay Miz could quote unquote run with the Miz is live. Such a better musical by comparison. It's so much better than this. Yeah, but I'm talking about in terms of film how you're saying everyone just sounds almost like it's first take and they're screaming and whatnot. Well, the movie Lay Miz, they were all singing live. Yeah. And this clearly is not live. No, and so, lame is, I can forgive. But in terms of, like, the raw and grittiness, I feel like this this film started that. Okay, okay. So, I guess we're just gonna hit some of the big songs. We're not gonna go through every single one, because... Nor, nor are we really gonna go into a plot recap, because, I mean... It's the story of Jesus' death. I mean, I feel like everyone knows that. Right. Again, this is probably going to be a really different episode for you guys. So let's go ahead and start with Heaven on Their Minds, which is performed by Judas. Yes. Um, like, like you just said, this is a really good, I think, opening song. Um, and our introduction to Judas. <laughs> Um, he's singing about how nobody, like, how Jesus is starting to believe the praise that he gets, and he just thinks that Jesus is changing as a person who he started out with. It's definitely a different interpretation of the whole story, pretty much, because it it just kind of, they definitely, 
I would say they're playing on the whole being famous mentality. Yeah. And how fame changes a person, I guess. Yeah. They're definitely building, pl- doing a play on that, and they're just using Jesus as, an, as the quote-unquote person. Yeah. Huh? As the catalyst. I mean, which you could argue he is the original celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could I could agree with that. Um it's a very I this is it's just it kind of just shows this is the kind of story I prefer or in a I guess in this kind I'm trying not to be too mean here. In a Jesus story, I just I don't quote unquote buy him being this Biblical. all knowing and all coming and peaceful God among men. I kind of like a more human nah. portrayal of him just going, man, I don't freaking want this shit. See, that is where I'm going to disagree with you because of all the biblical stories that have been told and what is given out throughout church. Jesus accepted his fate without question. He's not someone who goes, oh, well, you guys won't remember me. Like, this is, I guess you can be here. Like, no, he's not pet. He's not someone who's, or he wasn't somebody who was petty or anything like that. So I didn't like the portrayal, really, of Jesus here. I mean, it's apples and oranges, really, at this point. I guess so. Either way. Yeah. Um, next, we have What's the Buzz, which is Anthony's favorite song. It's so ridiculous. It is. It's very ridiculous. Um, oh, my God. I got a sneeze coming. Uh, sneeze, I guess. Sneeze. <coughs> sneeze. <laughs> Ugh, that was a build- what a buildup. <laughs> That's the problem with a live show. So... It's literally just Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice trying to be hip with the 70s lingo. Yeah, I guess. It's so dumb. It is. It's it's very dumb. I literally literally text my uncle, our uncle, Bucktooth Gremlin Petey, and say, hey, what's the buzz? It's dumb. Like, I I'm bringing it back. Please don't. Um, but this is... I'm bringing it back. Hmm. This is his, the like the apostles and just all a lot of his fo- a lot of Jesus' followers asking like and that, they're all having a good happen? time celebrating and man Judas is such a buzzkill yeah <laughs> Judas so Mary Magdalene is in this obviously um, and Judas just like randomly just calls her out it's like you're associating yourself with this woman who's in this line of work she was a prostitute. Um, I mean, it, 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 this could be me, but it's kind of playing like Judas is in love with Jesus. And it's just oh, a jealous yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's, that's, yeah. I would say that's like the an vibe accurate... I get here. And Mary is just thirsty. Uh, <laughs> which I think can bring us to everything's all right. Um, it's like, Jesus, take the hint, bro. Uh, take the hint. But he wasn't he wasn't interested in anything like that. No, he wasn't. No. So 
Mary Mary sings to Jesus about how like we'll like don't worry about us tonight, I think is one of the lyrics. Like we'll be okay. Just sleep, you'll be fine. Like Yeah, just right. Sleep peacefully, like for once. Yeah, enough of your worrying bullshit. Come on. Uh, um and that's honestly that's that's really it. Um what I don't like about um that particular number is that it fucking goes on forever. Well, that's just also just a problem with the songs in general in this. They go on forever. Yeah, like to the point where I was really just annoyed and ready for it to be done. Honestly, going back and watching this, me too. Like I honestly fast forward some of it. Yeah, it's like we've reached the end of the song now. Like you can stop. Yeah, I I I fast I fast forward through a lot through some of the films. Just like get on with it. Yeah. Okay. Next is this Jesus must die. Which is that? Was that the one with the? That's just the one where the the Jewish tribunal just like yeah we gotta kill this fucker he's gonna fuck everything up for us. <laughs> I just called Jesus a fucker. You're going to hell. I oh I've I've comfortably made my bed with that. <laughs> I have comfortably made my bed with that. I know where I'm going. And that, oh sorry. That might be ahead. one of the worst things I've ever said. <laughs> yeah. Man died for his sins and I just called him a fucker. <laughs> Good God, what is what the hell's wrong with me? But literally, but, like but that's pretty much what they say. They're just like, we gotta get get rid of him, get rid of him. Uh, I don't know, kill him, but just kill fucking him. kill him. Yeah, and literally, like, and we just tell him the fuck the off. Thing. Nope, kill him. Like that's that's it. Like this, Jesus must die. That that's the whole point of the song. <laughs> there's nothing so else that I can. There's nothing else that I could say that would sum it up better. But it's just so, it's just such a fucked up title and a fucked up lyric. Like, well, the alcohol kicked in. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess the next like big song I would say is I don't know how to love him. I guess. On this, listen, girl, I feel you, but I think you should just move on. Yeah, this is Mary singing literally like about Jesus. She doesn't know. Honestly, how to love I don't him. know why she just doesn't go after Barry Gibb Apostle. Yeah, I mean I'm serious though. Okay, audience. But this I is mean like the third Jesus. Robert Stigwood production we've see- seen. And I swear almost every production this man produces, there's always someone that has to look like Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. <laughs> it's almost like a game. It's find the berry. Well, that find was the also it was also the style back then. I so. don't care. It's a little too coincidence. And as for what you're saying, like she should go for one of the other like disciples or something. If you listen, I'm going to present something to you. If you okay. were given the choice to be with uh, Robert California, what's his name? James Spader. If you were given the chance to be with James Spader, would you settle for, um, 
Who's an actor? Who's another actor that you like? Would you? I don't know why you're presenting me with a male actor. I'm. You love James Spader. Yes, but I am comfortably straight. Doesn't mean I want to sleep with him. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's not my point. Would you settle for anybody else? I don't think so. Is Ryan Reynolds on the table? No. Is it Spader now or Spader back then? Whatever your favorite Spader is. <laughs> your, what's your favorite flavor of Spader? Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my God. So we're talking either The Office or Endless Love here. <laughs> I'm going tough turf. <laughs> Evil <laughs> thick Rottweilers on my enemies. Oh, my God. How did this become... We were talking about a serious subject of Jesus, and then we just go on to me having a man crush on James Spader. Because How did this happen? Because you do. And why not? I I don't know. Either way. <laughs> why is this a running joke? Because you love James Spader. I'm just a fan of his work. You love him. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so now we're at Damned for All Time slash Blood Money, which is where Judas goes to... I don't... What are they? They're like the... the they're, like, they're like a council of the Jewish religion. They're like the heads, pretty much, of this... Like, these are the guys. Yeah, so he goes to, like, the higher-ups, I guess. And is like... All right, this fucker just completely just just threw a hissy fit. Yeah, I just called. Oh my god, I am going to hell. You're right. Mm-hmm. But he basically says, "Look, I've had enough. Like Jesus is getting well, way I mean, too full of himself." I've seen that before. I know that's in the bot. From what I remember from religion class, he does like destroy a market because it's in a church and it's. Disgrace, disgracing is that the word I want to say? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, everyone says Jesus is all peace and love, and no, he, lack of a better term, he raged. He raged, and he just tore apart this market. I mean, all the people are just like, "Oh shit, Jesus is here! Shit's He's going here. down!" Yeah. But Judas is like, listen, this I, is getting I don't out of- believe in love, but I do believe in this. It's a freaking machete. <laughs> but either way, um, Judas is like, he. this is getting out of control. Like, this is where you're going to find him. And so they try to offer him money. He's like, no, I don't want your money. But and you might as well take it. Just give yeah, it you might as well take or whatever, it. any charity. Yep. So he takes the money. All right. This is this is probably my favorite song in the in the show, but here's the real problem. Which one? Uh, damn for all time. Oh, okay. I don't buy this that we're trying. We had we're feeling sorry for Judas. It it doesn't necessarily work. And I, I honestly think just because it's all music doesn't help. No, you gotta give these characters character. It's how and we honestly, the whole, I don't really, the tension it, between Jesus and Judas 
is not well developed just no. because we're starting pretty much at the end. These characters have no chemistry. We don't know them. We don't know how their relationship. Exactly. Works. We're starting at the Develop. end of this. So we can't see this build up to this point. Right. It's just like Jesus threw the his, his hissy fit. And now Jesus is like, all right, I'm selling him out. Judas. Yeah, that's what I said. Judas. Oh, I thought you said Jesus. I said Jesus had his hissy fit, pretty much. And Judas is like, all right, he's out of control. So we're done. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no way Judas couldn't have known they were going to kill him. Well, apparently. In terms of this movie. In terms of this movie. Yeah, well, apparently Jesus is, like, not omniscient because he doesn't know everything. But apparently he's just Yeah, it's. They portray Jesus more as a human rather than a, a walking god. But either way, I still, like, I don't know. No, I, I, I hear you. I can't get into it. No, I, and that's totally fine. I, I get into it for the ridiculousness of this, but it's not one I put on. Honestly, there are two stories of play musicals about Jesus in the seventies and I think Godspell's just a little more better. Just cause how ridiculous it is over this. I haven't seen that one either. Well we might do it next year. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I've heard Godspell is like the superior musical though. Yeah, it definitely is. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah. As we all know, Judas betrays Jesus and rats him out, and tells these people these people where he's going to be, where to find him, so that he can be arrested. Yeah. Um. What was what was the one you the other one you like? Gethsemane. 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 Which I don't. I honestly don't remember which song that was. That's a Jesus' song when he's climbing the mountain. Oh, okay. And he hits that friggin' high note. Yeah. That hurts. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> it hurts. I've tried doing it. And I'm pretty sure Ted Neely can, like, still hit it at some oh, point. Oh, yeah, I've, he, he's, he'll still perform as Jesus on stage. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think, he's probably... I don't even know how old he He's old. Close to his 70s, I'm sure, if not already. Right. And to still be able to hit that note? Good God. That's a little crazy to me. It's an impressive song. Like, his vocals, his chops are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can, I'll give you that one. That was pretty impressive. I also just, now we were talking about this. I also want to bring up the cinematography and just the backgrounds. They shot this in the Middle East, in Israel, pretty much as cl- as close as I'm sure they could figure this is where it all took place. Right. Like, I gotta say, though, like... This is no studio. This work, is legit the spots. I gotta say, though, some of the camera work in this, I hate. Well, so, just some of the... Imagery is also where because they incorporate it's back at those times, but then you got modern stuff in. It's just very weird. Carrying guns. 
There's a tank, a literal tank, for no reason. Like, and then there were during the crucifixion scene. There's literally a guy in a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, there's the guards have combat boots. They're wearing camo. I would say, like they, like it's very confusing. Yes, it doesn't flow concisely. Like, (laughs) pick one or the other. Yeah, but going back to what I was saying about the tank, like literally, it's literally right before damn for all time. Judas is chased by tanks. Why? I don't know. Ask me what it means. Ask me what it means. I don't get it, and I don't like it. Just for audience clarification, whenever I say ask me what it means, I say that because that's probably what the director is wanting people to do. It's something that's artsy-fartsy for no reason, and just for people to say... to ask the director what that means, man. It's deep. It's symbolic. It's symbolic. Ask me what it means. Ask me what it means. Mm. I don't like it. No, but <laughs> Jesus gets caught. Yep. He's arrested. Yep. And. I mean, I... if you all don't know what happens here. Then. Then you need to study your Bible. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know how you've gone through life without knowing what happens here. Right. Right. Exactly. Um. Okay. I have to talk about what in the hell was the shirtless guy with the sunglasses? Oh, the king. Uh, I'm king so Herod. glad we brought this up. Like, talk about tonal whiplash. That was King Herod, right? Yes. Ugh. Talk about total us. And also, I want to bring up something that I just noticed. I mm-hmm. swear to God, like, for, in the 70s, every musical, there's always some pervert making moans in song. Have you no. noticed that? No. I, I swear... It started with Rocky Horror, and then onward, there's always just some perverts going, mm, mm-hmm, oh. <laughs> I swear! I have no idea. Maybe it's just me? Is it just me? Am I the drama? Am, am I the drama? <laughs> am I the drama here? I, I don't know. I haven't noticed it. And there's a t-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Is it me? Am I the drama? With a picture of me with my arms flailing like an animal. <laughs> Am I the drama? Oh my god. And so, after that, like, mind fuck. Can we just talk about how Pontius Pilate's actor looks like Balky from per- Perfect Strangers? Who, wait, which one was Pilate? The judge, pretty much. Oh, the 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 one the, guy is like, dude, come on, just I don't want to do this. Like, come on, dude, just say you're not the king. He you're was my he was my other favorite performance in this. I loved him. Oh, because he's the only one who's like, like seriously, seriously. He was also just so ridiculous. He he looks like Balky from Perfect Strangers. He looks like he was. He looks like Joaquin Phoenix um, 
in that Roman movie. Gladiator? I guess. I don't see no where you're getting Joaquin Phoenix in the and I don't know. That's just what he reminded like, me. I'm of. literally expecting this guy to go raving about the Langoliers. Like, look up Joaquin Phoenix when I, he's, I've seen. I've seen him. Yeah, but like with the headpiece and just, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I guess you can I see, see it. it. Come on, tell me you don't see this guy running around and demanding he has to be at Boston for a business meeting, and he's scaring the little girl. Scaring the little girl. Oh, you know, no. tell me you don't see it. Yeah, I, I rest my case. Yeah, I see it. The Langoliers are gonna get you. They will eat you alive. <laughs> Roger's rain, darling. Roger's Roger rain. Brown in her own blood. blood. Why wow. did we just start quoting Langoliers? Because you you said he looked like Balky. Because <laughs> he does! Who knew Balky? He looked looked like Pontius Pilate. He did, I feel <laughs> he's chewing this scenery. Oh, he is, and he's enjoying every minute of it. And I love it. It's definitely theater acting, and we applaud you, sir. King of the Jews. Oh God! When he when fall. when he said that, I just I or when he sang that, I guess I just started laughing. Oh, I, I think now's the perfect time to ask: What did producer boyfriend Daniel think of the film? He is not here, actually. Oh, boo! 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 Yeah, he's not here. What do we pay him for? He's getting paid. I mean, he's I dating you, paid. so I'm assuming I was taking that as payment. What'd you say? He's dating you, so I would take that as payment. Hey, hey, I'm not Mary Magdalene here. <laughs> but up, up, but up, up. Nah. <laughs> um. Did I just but... imply I'm prostituting my own sister? Yes. Eh, whatever. I already called Jesus a. F- I already called Jesus a fucker. So that's fucked up. Might as well steer into the skid. <laughs> Um, we were talking about King Herod's song and just how, ugh, either it, way. It's, re- it's the worst song of the movie. You think? You're the Jesus Christ, you the do-do-do-do. Yeah, I, it, 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 it is the definition, it is the definition of tonal whiplash. Completely, and it's just a complete tonal, like, separation from the rest of the film. It's a big scary tunnel scene. That's what it is. Oh my god, yeah. You're it's right. literally the, exactly like the big the big the big tunnel scene in Willy Wonka. It You're comes right. right at the fuck out of nowhere and it goes away just as fast as it came and no one mentions it ever again. And then he throws bread at Jesus. Is that what that was? I think so. It looked like bread rolls. Could have been. I don't know. Um, after that song, it's uh, a big song we have is Could We Start Again, Please, which is Mary and Peter. Um, this comes after Peter. Peter. Oh, Barry Gibb. Yes. 
This comes after Peter's denial. Huh? What? What did you say? I said I'm not going to let that go. Oh. Um, but they think Jesus is like bluffing. So they're like, About listen, what? like, I, I don't know, but they, the lines that they say in the song is like, you've proved your point. Like, you're going too far. Like, this is enough. But he's enough not doing, yeah, like, he, he's not doing anything. Like, he's not bluffing. Nothing like that. Um, and after that, we get Judas's death because he, he hanged himself as he became overrun with guilt. Yep. For what he has done. It's okay. And then, uh, sorry, I'm didn't mean to pause there. Um, after that, we get uh, trial by pilot and slash 39 lashes. Um, really weird, like, stopping point for lashes. Like, why would you, you just you make it? Why wouldn't 40. you make it 40? And he just keeps counting. I'm like, okay, like, damn. It's either way. Um, I mean, you, and you most, know, like some... the rest of the movie after that. Oh, well, let's be honest. And this another, scene, this scene, you know, somewhere a young Mel Gibson is watching this, going, "I can make a whole movie about this." What? Mel Gibson directed The Passion of the Christ, and the whole movie is literally just Jesus getting tortured. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. Yeah, it's... Ugh. It's actually a really boring film. I've never seen it, and I... I saw it once, and I'm like, good lord, is I Honestly, shit. I have no desire to see it. It's, it's a snuff film. Sounds like it. Just honestly, just watch the South Park episode and you'll be like, okay. <laughs> so next, Judas just uh, appears. I guess he's an angel. Um, well, that's so different than what we've, we were taught in school. Yeah. Um, and he just goes full 70s. Yeah, it's a whole like disco, choir, gospel, like what have you. Guys, I could be wrong, but we look ridiculous. <laughs> we look dumb. Yeah. We look so dated. Also, like, this song ends so abruptly. Yeah, it's, it does, because it... There's no end to the song. It just cuts to Jesus it, it being crucified. It just kind of stops. Like, this is your big final number. It's like... Well, here's a man on the cross. Like Good that, night, everybody. That, that's it. Good night, everybody. No refunds. <laughs> and literally, like, after that, it's just Jesus being crucified and dying. And then the actors. Mm, yes, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Because, okay, so in the opening, it's clear that this is kind of just like a bunch of hippies putting on a play. Yes. For who? God only knows. Literally no one. It's literally no one. It's a bunch of hippies just going out to Jerusalem and doing a reenactment. They're LARPing. They are. They're LARPing. You're right. Oh, my God. It's literally just for their own benefit. You are 100% right. I didn't even think of that. 
But here's the really messed up part. At the end, everyone's packing up their things. They're all getting back on the bus, which I gotta say, is that bus the TARDIS? I guess it fucking There's fits no so way many they would all fit on that bus. I, you know, I, I don't know. There's no way! Do they just leave him there? No, I think they actually crucified Ted Neely. Because he's, he's not there. I say he's not there. You don't the film, see him get the, back on the bus. The hippie who's playing Jesus, he doesn't get back on the bus. So we're led to believe they actually crucified this man. Either that or he's just missing. Or he's just wandering around Jerusalem. Like, uh, <laughs> they, like they fuck the, those crazy hippies crucified a man. They don't give him. They don't give the audience an answer. Like we don't know. Here's my answer: Those crazy showboating, warping hippies crucified an innocent man. Uh, no, 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 no. Even better. Okay, so they did what they did in South Park. Someone couldn't get an erection, so they confused resurrection with a erection, so they just sacrificed Ted Neely. Oh my god. That, no, that is an episode of South Park. They crucified Cartman so Kyle's dad can get an erection. <laughs> and Cartman lives by sustaining all the fat. Oh my god, that's <laughs> one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. <laughs> it really is. Uh, well, I have why to does, say. Why does the story of Jesus Christ dying make me bring out my inner South Park fan? Because you're messed up. <laughs> I'm very messed up. You called Jesus a fucker. And now you just did, so. Welcome, I to, my, welcome to my villa in hell. It's not me. I was just quoting what you said. I didn't say it. I don't actually support the idea that Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was a fucker. It's, that was just for comedy. I, <laughs> I apologize. I will say five Hail Marys. Say five Hail Marys and two Our Fathers. I probably will just to be safe. I do <laughs> feel bad. Like, I, don't, I, I didn't want to insult anyone. No. I do. I, I feel bad. <laughs> Say say your prayers and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I say we present our final thoughts. Yeah, we got through this episode a little quick. Yeah, that, I. There's not much substance to this movie, though. It really was. I was. I'm honestly kind of disappointed that we went. We went along with this. We honestly should have just done Greece. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Well, too late now. <laughs> We've already done it. We've already done it. We already announced it on the last episode. So here we are. Here, here we are. <laughs> this is not a good movie. Honestly, the, the audience did see me damn my soul for all eternity. So yeah. And we discovered that these hippies are LARPing. So and they killed a man. And they killed a man. <laughs> they got they way straight too up into killed it. this man. They got way too into it. They they really did. <laughs> I like to think now he was like, uh, guys, I think we're too, we're going too far with this, guys." I didn't hear what you said. 
I, I think the, when they were actually crucifying the guy there, he's probably just like, guys, we're, we're going too far with this. We gotta, we gotta Roll stop. Like, we're done. We're done. Why, nope. you, why, you, why you got those spears? Why do you have a hammer? What's with the nails? Yep. And, and they, they killed him. They, they, they killed that man in cold blood. Oh my god. Remember, kids, if you spot a group of hippies, stay away. What? It kept said, it cut out again for Aww. me. I'll just say it again. Remember, kids, if you see a group of hippies wanting you to play on the show, stay away. Uh-oh. I'm having some tech issues. If you guys can hear them, that's fine, but I can't hear them. You can hear me? Well. With well, that, what? I'm going to go ahead and present my final thoughts because I can't hear <laughs> Anthony anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> Try um, going out and coming back in because I can't hear you anymore. Um, so with that, I will go ahead and say that I did not like this movie. I didn't like it at all. I thought the performances were, um, they fell very short and there's no room for any character growth. But that also comes on hand with the fact that this is a biblical story. So it's not up to interpretation. All right, I'm back. Ah, I can hear you now. All right, so pretty much what I was saying, watch this, this is the third time I'm saying this, watch it actually did pick up. Anyway, I was saying in returns <laughs> of what we're saying about the hippie troop killing Ted Neely, if you see a group of hippies wanting to put on a show, kids, stay away. <laughs> don't, don't go. Don't go. But I caught the end of what you were saying. So is it my turn for final thoughts? It is. Alright. I applaud the attempt here. This works better as a concept album. Yes. Yes. Now I they did the same. Now they both did the same thing with Avita. And I think that holds up a lot better as a show and a movie than this. I mean, this is this is a good time capsule for what the 70s was. I'll give it that, but however. I what they were trying to do, I think they fail. And I think it's because it is a musical and you can't flesh out the whole Judas and Jesus part. Right. And without uh, fleshing that relationship out, there's nothing here that the audience is left rooting for. Yeah, uh, I get where they wanted to go where they were trying to make Jesus a bit more of a human and honestly give us judas's point of view but i feel like because it's the mu the music it kind of can it holds it back from what it could have been you want something about judas go listen to lady gaga true <laughs> and if you want a good biblical story watch the ten commandments yeah and if you want another good biblical story Oh, oh, Anthony, we didn't say, well, I guess. We could say that for our, after our final thoughts. Okay. Yeah, and if you want another good biblical story, go watch Prince of Egypt. <laughs> oh, that movie's great. Such a good movie. It is. All right. 
Wow. But you know what's funny about this, Annalise? What? This was controversial. This the whole album, the whole play. I'm not sure if the mu- movie was controversial. I'm not surprised. I like I can't I can't say I'm surprised. And now what? I think I think the church actually goes along with this movie or the show, the show or the album. Because I mean they did a live show on Easter Sunday with John right. Legend. And uh Sarah Barriels. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was that de- I th- I think it was better than this. Uh, I didn't watch it because I didn't really know nor care about it at the time. Well, I had to see. I'm like, oh god, like what is this going to be like? Is this going to be like you know the Grease lives or the sound of the music lives or oh god, Peter Pan lives? See, those were and the it was kind of like it was like a concert performance, kind of like how. Right. The Les Miserables 25th anniversary show was. Right. It was the show, but more of a concert. Right. Like, they're not... I don't know. They're not interacting it much with the it, it definitely worked. You know, what is with... I have to say, I forgot to say this earlier. What is with Andrew Lloyd Webber in, like, elaborate sets? He, Go ahead. He's definitely big. He's definitely. I would say he's like the Michael Bay of Broadway of musical theater. Because in that aspect, they had those like I don't even know what to call them, where like the soldiers were standing. Like that's an elaborate set for this Phantom of the Opera, of course. I don't think. Well, in this movie, none of those are sets. Those are actual places. Well, I don't think the metal bars were like a part of it. Uh, I, I. I couldn't tell you. Like the guys in the black hats and cloaks were. I, I, I think I think that was that was an actual spot. I don't know. Either way, it's still like elaborate. He has an obsession. Oh my god! I'm allergic to this movie. <laughs> Bless. Other. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Otherwise, you guys, we really. Don't have much for you today, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah sorry this wasn't an uh, Anthony freakout or a laugh riot of a, of a review. Right. Like, we had a, I think we had a few good moments there. <laughs> yeah, I think we did, but I guess now we can just get into Annalise. Have you watched anything new or recently? Um, so, actually, uh, I watched... Prince of Egypt for the first time last week. Oh, really? Yes, but I I loved it. And um with producer boyfriend Daniel actually. Oh, thank God. You <laughs> And then after that, we actually we watched Corpse Bride, which is one of my favorite movies. I don't really like Corpse Bride. Oh, how dare you. I I not, it's not my scene, man. That's it, it's a it, when Corpse it's at the phase of Tim Burton I don't like. See, I was really into Tim Burton at that I time. Like, I like early Tim Burton. I think his films are a lot better. But then again, I'm also the weird one that doesn't like Edward Scissorhands. I haven't seen, I think I've really only seen that movie once. I'm legit, honestly, I'm surprised that hasn't been made into a musical yet. That is a little bit surprising, actually. Well, because Broadway's just all about adapting 
other things and turn them into musicals now instead of making original stuff. Right. But again, I guess it's always what Broadway has been. Yeah. Speaking of, did you see that they're making a Beetlejuice 2? I did. I did see that, but we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I don't know about that. There, there's something that I don't like about sequels that are years and years and years later. Well, yeah, because knowing what the the climate of films of these legacy films, they're gonna probably kill off another writer's character Ugh. or Michael Keaton and just make Jenna Ortega the star. Well, she's a really big star right now. Girl's talented, but I mean, I think it, we're all getting a little too obsessed with her like we've been doing with Millie Bobby Brown. So much so that whenever I go on Instagram or any social media, it's either her or Millie Bobby Brown. Just I haven't seen much of Millie Bobby Brown lately. Well, because now Jenna Ortega's taking over the market. That's true. But, um, uh, but yeah, that's uh, what have you watched recently? I decided to be morbidly curious. I haven't seen the film since I was, I don't know, 13 years old. Okay. And I watched the Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu classic, Charlie's Angels. What? The first one. That's an interesting choice. I, I don't know why I decided to watch it, but I did. And oh. oh boy, we may have to talk about it. Oh lord, I don't know if I want to. It, it's such a bizarre ride that I think I kind of love it. I I don't think I've ever seen it. I it it's by no means a good film, but it's definitely a train wreck. You can't look away. Hmm. And they recently, like a few years ago, did a remake. I think. Yeah, no one saw it. No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but, anyways, that's all we got for you today. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. My pick was kind of a bust. That's okay. We're going to make for- make up for it in the next one. What do you mean? I got you a birthday present, and it's this movie. Oh, that's movie. right, guys. That's, hang on. that's right, guys. Tomorrow will be my oh, birthday. Do you so want to know will, what it is? You will get a birthday do episode. Do you want to know? I'm kind of terrified to know what this is. You cut out again. I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh no! It probably uh, I it, I can't hear you. <laughs> what the fuck? I love that. This is great. <laughs> this is a great time. It's his birthday tomorrow when we record. Can you hear me? Are you back? I'm back. Your screen is not lighting up. Are you kidding me? I can't hear you. Cannot oh, no. hear me. Try saying something. Say something. Nope. Oh my god. You know. Oh. What? Maybe it's me. I think it might be me. Hold on. Say. Are say you something. muting? Are you muting me? No. It was. I think it was my connection. So it was me that time. Oh my god. I'm sorry. It was me that time. You I'm know, sorry. Audience, this, is, this, is, this is a live show. Yeah. Anything can happen. We can probably cut. We can probably cut this dialogue. Yeah, I'll I'll go back and post and I'll edit it. Anyway, yeah. do, you right, so know? The, do you want to know? Do you want to know? 
Yes, from the, I do want to know what are you getting me for my birthday? <laughs> we are watching Rent. You bitch. You bitch. What the fuck's wrong with you? Happy birthday. You, you bitch. <laughs> this is what I get for my birthday? Yes. You know I hate rent. You're going to love it. No, I'm not. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be a great time. Well, audience, get it's ready for a biblical review tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm oh, already right. angry. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm seething with anger now. <laughs> it's going to be a lovely time. Well, it's ruined my night. Nah, come on. If I had to suffer through this, you get this. This was not as bad as what you're putting me through on oh. my birthday. Oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. On it, my this, birthday. This was, bad. this was bad. No, this was not as bad. This is mediocre at best. This was bad. <laughs> Well, with that beloved audience, I think we are going to say good night. I'm getting and a drink. Anthony's getting a drink. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for our next episode of Musical March, where we cover the musical Rent. God damn it. <laughs> good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.